Welcome to Mama Maria's podcast. Why is it named Mama Maria's? Because we are both mamas and we are both named Maria. We also each have a beautiful teenage daughter who has special needs. We want to share our stories, experiences, and successes with all of you to hopefully provide you with encouragement and hope, as well as to let you know you are not alone. Let us begin by saying that we are not lawyers, healthcare providers, licensed counselors, or teachers, but we do understand the various aspects of being a parent to a child with special needs and hope that our background will offer you knowledge and support. Our podcast is supported by the Association for Special Children and Families, which is a not-for-profit family support organization of professionals and parents who have children with any type of disability. You can learn more about them by visiting their website at ASCFamily.org. We encourage you to email us with comments or suggestions for additional podcasts at podcast at ASCFamily.org. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Well, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed, which I think is appropriate for our conversation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about how uh, we feel, over, or sometimes we feel overwhelmed with information. And as valuable as the information can be, sometimes you just don't know where to start and where to stop. Yes, yes. And that's really... Um the story of our lives when we're also caring for someone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, not only are we trying to exceed, uh, succeed in our own personal endeavors, whether it be job or hobby or uh, faith or something like that, but of course we have to succeed in the efforts for advocating not only for our child's health and education and overall well-being, but for their activities and their entertainment and their joy. And so I know when, when my daughter was little and I started getting excited about taking her out into community activities, I would sign up for all these emails. Yes. Put me on your email list, please. I want to know about all the events that are coming to town. I want to go to all the shows I can take her to and all the, the, um, go to all the zoos and the parks and the amusement parks. And so you get all these emails and now because of zoom due to COVID, we're invited to double that amount because now you don't have to drive anywhere. It's even easier. Exactly. You don't have to worry about the weather. You can just click on a button and you're sitting in a community of other caregivers or your child can sit in on a Zoom meeting with other kids and there's all kinds of meetings for them. And you just don't know how to go through it all and how to make decisions on what to say yes to and what to say no to. Do you find that as well? Yeah, I, I definitely... I, I sort of balance it a little better now. I feel that when I when my child was first diagnosed, I had a, a lot of information or I was going to a lot of meetings with doctors and therapists and, and teachers. And I was overwhelmed by all the paperwork that was given to me. I mean, now it's all online and it's all on in 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 email format. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you find yourself scrolling on your phone and trying to get this person's number or trying to answer that person's email about your child or, or register or anything for like something 
or registering for something. So or, how do you how do you pick what things you're going to respond to or or enroll in or participate in? That's a tough one. Um, I think I start off by making my list every morning of what's most important. Mm. Um, but for my daughter, I think I I just had something like this today. Actually, I I had to figure out. Uh, if I should um, spend two hours on the phone with the insurance company. <laughs> oh, only two or, hours? <laughs> only two hours. <laughs> or no, I'm exaggerating. It was probably only going to be like about an hour and 15 minutes, but it, oh. but it felt like two hours to me. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like it was going to be a two hour phone call. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I sort of, um, now you could do everything online. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I... I sort of had to choose, am I going to do that? Or am I going to schedule something fun for her? Mm-hmm. And I always try to go for the fun things because you know, that, that, that makes me feel happy. Um, and I don't want to deal with all the insurance stuff, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I know that I, you know, that I have that stress the next day if I don't deal with it, but, um, there's always something, um, yeah. there's always something that I have to get to. There's always some information, some article that somebody sent me about this or that, or like me, <laughs> I sent you an article recently. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing. I, I feel the same way. I'm, I feel like no matter where I turn, whether it's email or text, I'm getting invitations and announcements for all sorts of things. And I will admit my number one thing that I click on and register for is any type of entertainment. I want my daughter to enjoy herself and of course be healthy, but as long as I know she's doing well, she's healthy, no cold or anything, my next priority is uh, let's do something fun. So we sign up for concerts or activities with friends. In fact, I recently organized a zoo activity with some friends so we could just go out and have fun, you know, meet with five or so families and enjoy the great outdoors before it gets cold. And that's where I kind of skew my interests and my clicks is for the stuff that's fun. But then there's that other element where, okay, what about education? And I don't mean school. I mean, education for me, She's going to be getting a little older. Eventually, I'll have to do guardianship and uh, SSI and Medicaid and DDD. But you know what I do when I see those right now? Because she's only 16, I delete them because I know that they're going, those things are going to change probably considerably over the next two to four years. And I know if I investigate now and attend these meetings now and take all the notes, that chances are it's going to change. So I see yeah. that I see those subject lines and I just hit delete. I don't even open it. I know that it's available to me if I want it, <laughs> but I know I don't need it yet. So that's the thing. I kind of put things on a timeline. Yeah. And I think I do that also when I know that my daughter needs a procedure, mm-hmm. um, or I, I have to, you know, talk to a doctor about an issue that we're having. Um, I sort of, uh, avoid it as much as possible. Um, but then I, it, it actually gives me more anxiety and then I have to actually just get it done. Um, but I wish, I wish it were different, <laughs> but yeah. it's, yeah. um, but, but also the information that you're talking about is also, um, just learning about things for her future and, 
and that's that's tough because that means you 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 actually have to face your emotions about that at least for me mm. and uh I wish I could tell our listeners that it gets easier and it does in certain ways, but I think the emotional part of it, at least for me, um, is still hard and but I you, still but, have to. Yeah. I was going to say, but you've already done the guardianship, which is great. And I know we've both done yes. our wills and our special needs trusts. So that's great. Yes. We've got that out of the way. And I, I will say one of the things that has helped me tremendously, and I think we've talked about this a little bit on another podcast is having lists. I know you said you get up in the morning and you like to have a list. I have a notebook and I write things out that I need to do. And sometimes it's register my daughter for a fun class or don't forget to buy those concert tickets, Uh, but it's on the list. And what I love the most is to be able to cross it off because I've done it. And what I think gets me a little overwhelmed, and maybe our listeners can relate to this, you might have that list and you may have checked several things off, but then you turn on your phone and you open your email and you see maybe six different organizations that you're affiliated with or you've registered on and they want you to sign up to for a workshop or come to a potluck or listen to this speaker. And you think, oh my goodness, this is all so valuable, but how do I pick and choose? So again, yes. I I just look at it like, do I want to have fun? If there's something for me to do with my daughter that we can have fun, I usually will do that first. And then if it's something that is beyond uh, our reach right now because of her age, I cross that off. So that helps. And then the next thing I will do is sometimes it doesn't apply to her diagnosis or her disability. And then I'll cross that off. So I find that that's what helps me kind of weed through some of these things so I don't feel as overwhelmed. And I'm just wondering, is that something that you you can do? Like when you look at all your emails and do you do you get a lot of them a day? I mean, because I literally well, think I get 15 was, a day. Um, well, 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 this is when I knew that I that something had to change and I couldn't do all the things, right? Mm-hmm. I I and I'll never forget this. I was um on a webinar while my daughter was crying in the car. <laughs> and I <laughs> As I was driving her to an activity and I thought to myself, this is not working. This is Mm -hmm. not working. And I, and I thought, okay, something's got to go. And, and, and I think I realized that I couldn't do all the things. And I think when you have a child with a disability, I think you sometimes feel like you have to get all of it done and you have to get all the information and you have to. Mm-hmm. participate in all yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that of, the, of the matter is, is that we have lives just like everyone else and you have to say no. Yeah. And you have to say yes to the things, you know, that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And there are some things like calling the insurance company <laughs> that I just have to do or, 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 you know, emailing the doctor about something, you know, that I need to discuss uh, about her care um, or about her health. And it's, and it's, and, and I find that it's better to email and not call the doctor because I feel that waiting for a doctor's phone call is just really tough. So, so if you can email the doctor, uh, I always recommend that, but that's but, amazing. Cause that's I don't what have I do. any of my, I only have one of my doctors actually, I was going to say none, but I have one of her doctors email, but that's it. 
what well, I find is the portals now. They have the portals now. I don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you can email your doctor. Your doctor actually won't be receiving the email. It'll be a nurse or an assistant in the office. But I find that that is, unless it's something, you know, very, very serious, of course, by all means, you know, I would call my, you know, my daughter's yeah. doctors, but, but if it's something where, um, it's, it's an ongoing issue, I will, I will email now. And, and, and that usually, I usually get a good response from email. I mean, do I get a quick response? No, but do I get a response within 24 to 48 hours? Most of the time I do. Oh, and I, so, yeah, yeah. So I would recommend if you can, I mean, that's what I do. I, I, I use the, the portals and email the, um, the office and it's, and it does work out. Uh, See, I'm old fashioned. I still Mm -hmm. use the telephone. Okay. I don't even know if I'm set up at all the portals because that's just one more thing that I feel I have to register for and (laughs) I can't stand all that stuff. Once you do it, Maria, it's great. Well, probably. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. But it's just getting me to do it. That's going to be the, the task. So what I do is I try to call, if I know I can wait, I will leave messages at night when I know they're closed. I leave. Were you telling me that? Yeah, Yeah. I leave a message when I know they're closed, and then the ball's in their court. And typically, they will call me within the first two hours of the next business day because I'm on their list. And now I don't have to search and hold and and sit on hold listening to some horrible elevator music for ten minutes, and then it's handled. So that's my my uh, procedure for that. (laughs) I wish. I wish. I really wish we could do that with the insurance companies, but unfortunately they will ignore your call. If you just <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. Pro- probably not all of them, but uh, yeah. you know, um, yeah. but I find that email with insurance companies now that they're on, you know, they're there. A lot of the insurance companies are set up that way. Um, also isn't, is a, is a, is a better way. But again, it's like what you said, Maria, it's always emails. It, it feels like another job, right? I mean, mm, it, getting oh, all yeah. this information and yeah. it is, I mean, that's, it's our, it's our second shift, you yeah. know, if yeah. we have a, 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 another job, but. Um, yeah. And for those of us who live in New Jersey, we have that catastrophic illness uh, and children relief fund. And it's a fund where if you have a child with a traumatic brain injury or, or other type of disability, they will help reimburse you for some of your medical expenses that aren't covered by your insurance. And they have a lot of other things that they help with. But what I'm getting at is it's a wonderful benefit to be able to get reimbursed for certain things, but who has the time to do all the paperwork? Yes. (laughs) I remember the first time I did it was many, many years ago. It took me seven full days Seven full you. days to do all of the paperwork and get everything ready and sent out the door. And thankfully, they didn't. They said I had everything they needed. I didn't have to go back and look anything up. But that is the kind of thing that, yes, it's great to have, but I have to fit that into my schedule. I have to put that on my to-do list. How do you pick and choose? You said you um, for the activities, because that can be a little overwhelming as well, I think, even though it's fun. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, you know, uh, planning too much or overscheduling yourself with your child can be an issue. How do you, how do you manage that? Well, it's funny because on Saturday we had a function for Halloween in the morning and then we had another one at night and I did both of them with her. (laughs) But, um, how do I, how do I manage that or how do I choose? 
I yeah, usually how do you choose. Yeah. I usually try to choose what I think would be most interesting or fun for her because she has my daughter has a lot of interests, and I I try to say that. Well, sometimes I'll ask her, "Would you prefer to do this or that?" Other times I don't ask her because I have a feeling she's going to pick the one that's the farthest or something like that, and I don't <laughs> always want to do that. But generally speaking, I I will ask her. And I just pick what I think is going to be the most rewarding for her and for us as a family. Probably the second thing is I I would prefer something that's not three hours away, but sometimes it is. And you just make a day of it. You pack the car with some snacks and good movies. uh, And that's, you know, that's good. But as far as- But you know what? Years ago, I used to do, you know, I mean, you say that it's three hours, but I I, I used to- travel far to do a lot of things with, with her or, you know, to try to do all the things. And I, and I, and I have since, you know, started to realize that it's wearing me down a little bit. So I, 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 I have been trying to cut some of the activities and stay closer to home and yeah, it's, it's a lot. I admit it. I admit it. I'm in the same spot right now. But I think it's also because I work full time when I, and I didn't up until about a year and a half ago. So I had more time and more energy. Now I'm working full time and she does go to a school that's a little farther than the last one. So she has less free time after school. But when it comes to what are we going to do on the weekend? Yeah. Sometimes I have to say, I, I find myself not wanting to travel so far and I really like it a lot if my husband can help me because she does need a lot of physical handling. And sometimes my body just can't manage that if I had a rough week or whatever. But yeah, I think it's it's nice to have all these wonderful things of, available to us. You know, these emails, I, I joke and say that I'm overwhelmed with them in my inbox, but I am thankful that there are a lot of organizations out there who are sending us offers for free classes and workshops and seminars. Um free activities for the kids. I, I think they're they're really great to have. It's just as a caregiver, we have to, it's best for us to learn how to manage them. Which ones can we just hit delete? Which ones can we put in a folder? That's another thing I do. I'll, I'll flag some and I'll say, well, I'm not going to read this today, but I'll flag it and I'll read it on the weekend. Um, I found that to be useful as well. So hopefully that can yeah, help Yeah. And I did something recently that I, that I normally, that I, that I wouldn't have done years ago. And there was something that interested me on the same day that I thought my daughter should do something. Uh, it was, I can't remember now, but it was an activity or, or something. And I decided that I was going to do the activity for me, which was a big deal because I usually would always, you know, and I, and of course I, 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 you know, would do anything for her and I do everything for her. But I thought to myself, you know, that's okay if every once in a while I decide to do something for myself and, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm going to miss that. You know, in the, in the past, I think I would just cancel my thing mm-hmm. and I would just say, oh no, I have to bring her to that. Yeah. And, um, well, good for you. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was just sort of, a, you know, I understanding that it's okay that you know, I do, a, I do a lot for her and I can do things for myself and, and we can, um, we can both be very happy, you know, with, with, with our week. Yeah. And, um, it's so like I a think compromise. That, sure. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think when you're overwhelmed, I, I think sometimes 
that's what you need to do. You need to just say, wait a minute, uh, take a step back and say, uh, you know, maybe I should do something for myself this week. And um, even though I know, you know, that, 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 that my daughter would like this activity or that, Mm -hmm. um, or maybe she may have to skip this. And the other thing is doctor's appointments. I used to schedule two or three in a day and I stopped doing that. Good for uh, you. Because yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. I and and I did that for for many years where I would schedule two doctor's appointments. I mean, now yeah, I did that too. <laughs> and and now yeah. it's just one a day, unless it's something very serious going on that I yeah. feel, but but even when there were times where you know things were a little hard, I it always back backfired on me when I would try to plan, you know, two doctor's appointments or two doctor's appointments and then an activity. I mean, that would never work out and, um, you know, give yourself some grace and say, no, you know, we'll just, um, we'll just do that next week or we'll do that, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I think our kids feel the same thing. You know, they're, they're people too. They're getting tired. They want to have time to themselves to watch TV, to play on their iPad. And I know I used to take my daughter years ago, I would take her to, a therapy that was 45 minutes from her school. And then it would take me over an hour to get us home. It was height of traffic. And by the time we got home, it was after 6 PM. I would give her a snack, but she was still tired. So I remember one day after doing this for a couple of years, I told her where we were going. I told her the name of the therapist. I said, we're on our way. And she said, no, mommy, I don't want it. And I said, you don't want to go anymore? And she said, no, I tired. That's how she says it, I tired. And I said, okay, we're going to go today because it's too late to cancel, but we're done. And I stopped taking her. I heard her and I respected that. And as much as I knew the therapy was helping her, I didn't want it to be counterproductive. I, I didn't want her to feel I didn't value her opinion and her desire and I also realized that there still ha- there has to be a time for rest too. We, we yes. heal, we heal emotionally and physically when we have some time to rest. And now, when she comes home from school, the first thing she after you know she washes up and everything, the first thing she wants to do is have a snack, and then she likes to go sit in her bed and play on her iPad or watch TV or read a book. And my older daughter said, "Well, Mom, don't you remember I used to do that when I'd come home from school? I was exhausted in high school." So I would come home and I would wash up and I would have a snack and I would go lie in bed and sometimes fall asleep. And so it was so helpful to have her perspective to remind me that the kids get overwhelmed too. And, you know, speaking again about the emails. And do you think that's because, um, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. But do you think that's because, and I, do you think it's because your daughter has a disability that you sometimes uh, feel like you have to do certain things or you definitely. don't feel that anymore. No, oh, I, definitely. I, yeah. I think that you hit it on the nail, the nail on the head, as they say, I, I felt like I had to keep her entertained and in inter, and interacting all the time. And yeah. when she was younger, I think that was important to stimulate those brain connections. Her neurologist had said to me, keep her busy all the time, uh, constant interaction, constant stimulation. But as she got older, She's already developed those connections. She's bright. She's happy. She's engaged. She also is tired. So she has a right to rest. And, you know, our body chemistry changes throughout the month. And sometimes we have more energy than other times. And I have to respect that as well. 
And, um, I, you know, I, I find that I also feel responsible for her entertainment because she doesn't have kids knocking on the door and saying, Hey, can I come in and play? Or can I, um, come in and hang out? That's, that's not how her life is. So I would feel like I had to fill that gap for her and provide those play dates as they call them or outings. I had, I felt the same way, Maria, the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's spread out because I think she enjoys being home more. And I'll ask her, do you want to, I asked her if she wanted to go to an amusement park the other day and she said, no, it's too cold. And I said, okay. Wow. Yeah. Duly noted. We're not going. Uh, But I wanted to mention about the emails. One of the other things that I love to do, it's a really freeing feeling. It's kind of like when you look at your wardrobe hanging in your closet And you say, Mm -hmm. I haven't worn this shirt in what, four years. I think I'm going to get rid of it. It's taking up space. I'm never going to wear it if I haven't worn it in four years. Let me get rid of it. And I know a lot of the fashion consultants will tell you, or, you know, organizers, closet organizer people will tell you, if you don't wear it in six months, throw it out or give it away. So how much more for four years? But uh, it's the same concept. You're looking at your email list and you know, you haven't opened an email from this sender, whether it's an organization or an activity or whatever, or you don't like any of the things they've ever offered, unsubscribe, hit that. Or you don't have time. Or you don't have time. That's another one. Well, it's mainly if I'm not interested, because if I don't have time, I will still flag it and keep it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if, if I'm not interested and I realize I have not ever gone on any of these you know, invited Zoom meetings or whatever. I just unsubscribe and I feel like, woohoo. <laughs> I yes. just freed up my inbox a little bit for the rest of my life because otherwise it just keeps coming. You know, they don't know you don't want to read it. So that's another thing that's very freeing is have a list, check things off, do things that are important to you first, maybe do things that are easiest first and unsubscribe and hit delete. <laughs> <laughs> Those are really exciting things to do. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, um, you know, when, when they say learn how to say no, that it's okay to say no. Yeah. People that's will it. understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's it doesn't matter. Sorry to put it this way, but sometimes it doesn't matter if other people don't understand. Cause if they're not living in your shoes, you know, they may not want to hear no. They may think, what do you mean? No, why can't you? And we just have to stand up for ourselves and say, sorry, I don't want to. I can't make it. I don't want to make it. It doesn't always have to be a reason. It could just be no. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So for those of you who are feeling overwhelmed, we hope that this has given you a little bit of comfort and joy knowing that you're not alone, knowing that there's uh, some ideas out there that might be able to help free up your time and your your, uh, mental capacity to, to get rid of some of the garbage up there. And we hope that you'll have a week free of feeling overwhelmed and and crazy inboxes. And again, write to us and let us know if you have any suggestions. We certainly don't want to overwhelm you, but we want to be able to help you and let you know that we're here for you. All right. Good night, Maria. Good night. We would love to hear from you with suggestions for additional podcasts or comments about how our discussions are impacting your life. Feel free to email us at Mama Maria's podcast at ASCfamily.org. We're so glad you're with us and that you want to be part of our lives because we want to be part of yours. Thank you for listening.